estate planning made easy. This is The Strong Room on 770 CHQR, a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. Do you have an estate with a net worth of $1 million or more? Are you concerned about taking care of a dependent who has an addiction issue? What's going to happen to the family cottage? Have you enough money for retirement? How much do you pay in taxes? And would you like to ensure that you're not paying more than you should? These are all good reasons to build an estate or a life plan to take care of the what-ifs of life. The McMillan Estate Planning Team has been helping folks do that work for more than 20 years. They're ready to help you. Check out the company's record at macmillanestate.com. Learn more about the process of building an estate or life plan. Make time to take in a seminar to learn more. The next ones are coming up in Red Deer on Wednesday, November 28th at 6 p.m. and on Thursday, November 29th at 6.30 p.m. in Calgary. You can register online at macmillanestate.com. It might be the best 90-minute investment you can make in your own financial future. Tax planning is a unique exercise. No two clients will have exactly the same plan. The one thing we all share is the need to be proactive in getting that plan in place. Tax planning cannot be done after the fact. That point is emphasized now in a conversation with Macmillan Estate Planning's Abe Alizada. When a Canadian citizen passes away in Canada, uh, there's a deemed disposition, according to the Income Tax Act, of all their capital property at fair market value immediately before death. So just an example, if if they have um, investments in a company and those investments are worth a million bucks, but they purchase them for 500 grand, they're going to incur another $500,000 capital gain at death. And that's where things like estate freezes come in? Yeah, so essentially uh, a lot of people, if they're proactive, um, they can mitigate uh, this this tax and they can use estate freezes to do so if they have their shares in a corporation, for example. So uh, just to give you a little bit of a background of how an estate freeze works is if you've got a corporation and that the value of that corporation is a million bucks, you can freeze that value to yourself so uh, at a point in time so if the the value of the corporation increases in the future that future value will not be attributed to you at the time of death so again just a quick example you've got a corporation that's got a million bucks in it worth of investments it's worth a million dollars and you do an estate freeze if the the future value of that corporation rises to three million when you pass away um, you're only going to have that deemed disposition on that million dollars not the three million. So that's essentially what a state freeze does. And furthermore, there are other techniques that uh, we we can employ under the Income Tax Act, which, which can actually wither away the one million that you froze at down to even zero. So when you pass away, you actually won't have any deemed disposition uh, at the time of death. What happens with shares that are held in something like an RRSP? Uh, are they affected by capital gains? Right. So uh, with respect to an RSP, uh, it, it won't be a capital gain, but essentially whatever you have left in your RSP or RIF for that matter at the time of death, that will be included as a full income inclusion on your tax return. Now, this only takes place as if you don't have a spouse that you can roll over the assets to because in Canada, we do have spouse roll rollover provisions that allow you to roll over your RSP or RIF to your spouse tax-free. But on the death of uh, the last surviving spouse, you have to include all that income on your tax return. 
What happens uh, if someone is holding assets in a family trust and passes away? Before um, the TOSI rules uh, became effective in December 13th of 2017, essentially what would happen is you could actually sprinkle dividends into a family trust and then redistribute that income to the beneficiaries of that family trust at their own personal marginal tax rates. However, um, because of the new TOSI rules, this might not be possible anymore. Um, and what we recommend at Macmillan is for a professional accountant to review your current setup because the government has essentially uh, stipulated that in order to facilitate income sprinkling from a trust at marginal tax rates, the taxpayer has to meet certain criteria. Uh, so the point is that uh, you have to be proactive rather than reactive on all of this. Absolutely. Um, when it comes to tax planning, there's really not much uh, a tax practitioner can do after the fact someone has passed away uh, and has to pay their death taxes. There are some some relief provisions in the Income Tax Act that I'll briefly go over. Um, but overall, you do have to be proactive if you're not proactive, you can miss uh, an opportunity to, to minimize or defer a great amount of tax. And Peter, just to talk about some of those provisions right now that are available to taxpayers in Canada uh, that will allow for uh, a reduction of tax at the time of death. Um, I'll first talk about what's called the 881D bump. Um, and essentially what that is, is the income tax allows for a taxpayer that has capital property in a corporation to bump up the value of that capital property in the corporation up to the fair market value of the shares of the corporation. Now that's a mouthful, but essentially what that means is, for example, if you have a corporation that has capital assets such as land, okay, and they're non-depreciable, uh, when you die, you're gonna pay tax on your shares, your, your share ownership of that corporation. Now the issue is when your heirs take over that corporation, they might sell the land in the corporation. If there's an inherent gain on the land, they're going to pay tax too. So essentially you have double taxation. However, what you can do is you can actually bump up the value of that land, the cost basis of that land to its fair market value without incurring tax. And that's some of the kind of relief that's available to taxpayers because the government does, does see it as an issue. Um, and essentially it's a fairness provision that allows taxpayers not to have to pay that double tax. There is a death tax defined as such in the United States. Uh, do we have anything similar in Canada? And is there any talk that something like this might be introduced at some point? Well, you know, it's interesting that, uh, that you bring that up because uh, I know in the U.S. Um, it was a, an issue of, of, uh, uh, of debate with respect to how much um, a U.S. citizen could be shielded from paying a death tax. And when Trump came into power, he actually raised the exemption. I believe it was about $5 million to $11.2 million um, U.S. someone can have in terms of asset base worldwide where they don't have to pay any death tax uh, depending on their situation. However, in Canada, we don't have an inherit inheritance tax. The closest thing that we do have is the capital gain tax that I just briefly spoke about, uh, which results in a deemed disposition of all your assets at death, but we do not have that. I have heard about a possible death tax coming to Canada within the tax community. However, at this point, it does seem um, unlikely that it would happen. I mean, right now, the government's got provisions in the Income Tax Act that allow taxpayers to avoid double taxation, 
And the way I personally see it is that if there is a death tax imposed on Canadians, it would mitigate those provisions that are already there to provide relief to Canadians. Given what happened in the fall of 2017 when tax changes were proposed by the federal government uh, with respect to small business in particular and the outcry that erupted uh, as a result of the idea, uh, one wonders whether the government would be prepared to take on uh, yet another uh, tax consult uh, or or an arbitrary imposition of further taxes in this regard, either as its mandate is ending or as a project, assuming it got reelected in October of 19. Right. Well, the way I see I see that, Peter, is the government does have to collect revenue in one way, shape, form or the other. Um, now, how they collect that revenue, um, they have to be careful how they do it. As we saw with the proposed changes uh, with respect to the tax on split income rules that were uh, proposed last year, there was a lot of outcry from the small business community. And I think that if the government does uh, gear towards a death tax in the future, um, we're going to have the same outcry. I, I, I think wealthy taxpayers who have who have uh, accumulated a great amount of wealth over time, they've paid their fair share of taxes. They have, and they've followed the rules, and there's no reason um, that they should be taxed twice. Now, if the government increases their spending to a level that they do have to uh, generate more tax revenue, it is a possibility. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, they, they will have to uh, find that revenue from one place or another. So is it too far out, uh, a death tax in Canada? Uh, only time will tell. And the bottom line on all of this is that, again, you have to be proactive in terms of your tax planning, not reactive. Uh, and you need to make sure that whatever happens, uh, your estate is protected so that at the very least you can say, I played the game according to the rules. I accumulated wealth according to the rules. I shouldn't be penalized for doing that, even if the rules change midstream. That's right. And when the rules do change midstream, um, a lot of taxpayers don't realize that it could have a significant impact on the current tax plan that they have uh, in place right now. So we always recommend that um, they visit their accountant or an estate planning firm like Ms. McMillan, where we can actually uh, review their structure, uh, take a look at their tax planning and see if there's any changes that need to be made. And if you haven't considered um, having a tax plan done or an estate freeze done, you can always consult with an accountant or a McMillan. Uh, or an estate planning firm like Macmillan, and we can always uh, take a look at your plan to see if, if it's necessary or if it would help you from a tax perspective. Sometimes the tax savings of doing an estate freeze or a tax plan far, far outweighs the cost of implementation. Abe Alizada is a tax expert at Macmillan Estate Planning. This is an enormously complex part of good life planning. You need to talk to your advisor or to the folks at Macmillan to see how the rule book applies to your specific situation. Just remember, you cannot achieve tax freedom after the fact. You have to have your plan in place ahead of time. Do not put this off. That's our program for this week. Thanks for joining us on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.